It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. to Twin Talk. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. It's Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and I'm Jose. And I'm on now. <laughs> Why do you always turn my mic on like last minute? And you're broadcasting live from Theo Luis. We're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage as you listen to us on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. And and, the- and you can also listen on the coolest uh, website ever. That's TwinTalkCast.com. And I don't care if you turn on the mic last minute. I still roll with it, brother. Anyway, the reason why I enjoy it, of course, I, I don't need to turn the mic on until we're ready, bro. Stand by. Especially yeah, but, since you're always chewing. But you always like start yours first. No, What's I don't. With that? I don't. I start them at the same time. I mean, you were even born first. What was Angel? Get, get tanto pedo with potted them first up. and shit. I pot them up at the same time, Angel. You you're pot, such a you're so insecure. Up? You're so insecure. Did you say pot? Pod them up. Oh. Uh, Willie Bates is sitting here. He saw me push both unmute buttons at the same time. Okay? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, uh, as you've joined once again the uh, rivalry, as we all know it, called uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. That was my brother Angel complaining. Angel. And we're broadcasting from Leo, Theo Luis's, Leo, <laughs> from Theo Luis's garage and, on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're so glad that you join us every week, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., and uh, but you don't have to like if like if you have to go because Pepito got stuck in the dryer, you had to go do the emergency and shit. You can listen to our podcast. Just go to iTunes because we're iTwins. Uh, search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel or subscribe on our page, TwinTalkCast.com. We have all our previous podcasts. In fact, you can listen simultaneously like right now live and then go to one of our previous podcasts and p- push play on that one and see what happens. Eh? Also, <laughs> also, please feel free to chat us up throughout the, 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 po- the podcast or I should say the live broadcast anytime right now. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Fa- friend us and... Um, you know, chat us up on our wall. Also, you can give us a call the old-fashioned way on the telephone, 626-275-TWIN. That's 626-275-8946. Thanks you said that. Thanks for saying that because <laughs> I forgot. How come you forget, man? I don't know why I forget. Anyway, so we uh, – and also on Twin Talk Show, at Twin Talk Show on Twitter. Please friend us, follow us, call us. And say hi and all that kind of – like us, share us, uh, tag us. Facebook us, tweet us, spank us, hash us, <laughs> spank us. just ha- us. Okay. <laughs> My brother was talking about the previous podcasts uh, on www.twintalkcast.com. We have an archive of all of our shows, and last week's show was a fantastic show. We had Death by China. Yeah. Death by China. That's not a rock band. Actually, filmmaker and author. Hey, son. My son just walked in. A filmmaker and author, Mr. Peter Navarro, was um, with us, and he is the filmmaker, a director of awesome documentary called Death by China, and it's not by... 
It's not cups, by- <laughs> teacups, and plates, like my brother says. He means the country. Hey, man, I had a close call, eh? Also, what we had awesome Paralympian. <laughs> some of, hey, some of my brothers out there, they know what I'm talking about. Hi. Awesome Paralympian <laughs> Katie Sullivan. A, there's a few firecrackers out there, man. <laughs> pa- Paralympian Katie Sullivan was with us also. She is a, uh, uh, competing at, at the 2012 Paralympics in uh, London. She was with us also. She's also an, uh, an actor. She's awesome. And, uh, of course... Uh, in Theolisa's garage, we had uh, Natasha Middleton. Let our listeners know who and what she was. What? Who was uh, <laughs> Natasha Middleton? Oh, our, our guest was Natasha Middleton. She's the uh, uh, choreographer and director of uh, uh, Pacific Ballet Dance uh, Theater, and they had a cool, cool ass show at the Ford Amphitheater, bro. You should have you should have made it, man. You missed out otra vez. It was called Dance in the USA, but she's also produced other stuff, acclaimed uh, uh, shows. Uh, but, uh, but the last one was Dance in the USA at the Ford Amphitheater. It's a good show. She's a cool choreographer, uh, very lovely lady. She she has there's three generations. This is a third generation of dancers starting in Russia. You know, there's some pretty good dancers in Russia. That's right? awesome. But like ballet, you know, dancers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a cool show, man. Now she's also out, she's also the woman who happened to uh, choreograph your. Oh, you see, um, we she choreographed our first dance at our wedding, yeah. and we rocked it, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, it's got two hundred and sixty-seven views on YouTube. Hey, I'll take it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's like two hundred and sixty-seven views, eh? So what's going Look on today? <laughs> Let our listeners know what's going on today, bro. What do we have going on today? Today we have the lovely, lovely singer, uh, standards and jazz singer Annie Selick. She's out of, well, of course you know who she, where she's out of Tennessee, but she's in town. She just flew in today, and she's on her way over here now. Uh, she's got a few shows this uh, this week here in Southern California. You, you gotta catch it. Her name is Annie Selleck. Did I say her name yet? Annie Selleck. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna play over at uh, Steamers Cafe at uh, Vitolios, and uh, gee, I forgot the other one. But we'll ask her when she gets here. We're also gonna play some of her tunes. She's a cool chick, man, and she can sing. Eh? Did you hear me? Hold on, take care of some business here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so um, we also have. On News and Dirty Laundry, Jackie Casas. How you doing, baby? Hey, uh, can you turn on her mic? What's up, brother? Turn on her mic. Hello? Are you there, Jackie? I can't hear Jackie. Hear me either. Oh, I can hear me now. Yay! I'm sorry. You know, I got to fix this. Hey, bro, I'm trying to to put on a show here. (laughs) Every week we have the News and Dirty Laundry brought to you by our, uh, our very own Jackie Casas. I listen to you, Angel. You make fun of me all the time. You say Jackie Casas. Jackie Casas. Okay. See, you Jackie always make fun Casas. of me because I'm all whiteified. Well, see, I'm like, here you are, Jackie Casas. I'm trying Casas. to fill in for you uh, on the fly here, and I think I'm pretty <laughs> d- doing pretty well. Anyway, she's a multimedia journalist out of Telemundo and NBC, and she's our girl for the news and dirty laundry here in Tio Lisa's garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Jackie Casas, what, what do you have for us uh, later on today? Hey, guys. Uh, tonight I have a story that may make you want to go vegetarian for a good little while. Mm, sorry, uh-huh. details on that horrific <laughs> story. Also, I'll share with you an amazing story of a 63-year-old woman and her attempt to swim a 100-mile trip. Yikes. It has an unfortunate ending for her, but it's still a truly inspiring story. And ladies, 
here at Twin Talk, we, we like to help you out. So I've got some facts you may not know about your boobs. Oh, uh, I like the boobs. So info on your fun bags coming up and more. Stay tuned. And that's what's going on later on. on that's cool. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. How was your week, brother? Uh, my week was good. I kind of turned off to the world this weekend. It was pretty. Oh, uh, you got high. Uh, it was pretty dope. <laughs> Actually, I was uh, I got high on Netflix, man. Okay, good, because uh, you know, I uh, was just for in the, the record, house with the air conditioner. For the record, I am vehemently against the recreational drug use, including uh, marijuana use. You know what? I'm. I, it's interesting that you bring that up because, as you know, right now here in in Los Angeles, uh, the city council, uh, Los Angeles City Council, uh, banned. The uh, the the uh, sale uh, of marijuana via dispensaries, and it's about time. Mar- Thank marijuana. goodness. But but what's the deal there? Wasn't there a vote on that? It doesn't matter. It's a state vote, but they ah. could but they could do ordinances. <laughs> hey, they could do exactly, ordinances. They, could, they could enforce ordinances. They're not banning all of them, brother. They're not. There's there's already believe it or not there would there have been uh, pot dispensaries even before the law was uh, was passed. You're telling but me now. <laughs> but you're telling me, yeah, believe right. it or not. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're hey, is they're closing down a lot of the ones that have come up lately because they're all out of code. They're just a bunch of bogus ones. They're fake and they're finally cracking down. There's a ban from from the way that I understand that it is. It is a ban. That's because and how the, does, wait, because a the opponents hey, wait a second. People, and it's any time when there's when there's when the people have voted and they and they do something like that, and then you say it doesn't matter, it d- you're no. absolutely right. No, it, no, no. They That's they're a- not completely getting rid of dispensaries, brother. They're not. What but they're doing they're, is they're cracking down on all the overregulating. All, yeah, because no, overregulating. No, they're uh, they're. Look, here's the deal. A lot, okay, you tell me. You you know that you know these things. Well, then you know that a lot of these kids that are going to get these freaking uh, prescriptions do not really need them. So what they're doing is they're closing down all these other pot dispensers that have come out that are not to code. I actually I don't know. Stuff. I and actually don't cra- know any kids that are uh, young adults that get are out going here. to buy you, any. You've yeah. told me before that you'd go and when you put your ATM machines that all happen to be in dispensaries. I don't have you any see ATM all these kids. machines. Who said I had ATM yeah. machines? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now you change your story. No, uh, dude, I, I'm just not putting up a picture of my ATM machine on, the, on Facebook. Like, you just put it onto the world, eh? To the universe. What did I do? I just I'm just explaining my my my. Anyhow, the thing is, it's it's overregulating, uh, uh, and I think and I tell you what it is, because if if people treated the marijuana or, or had the relationship with marijuana as as one not of like, how would you say fear, and uh, and all that kind of stuff, then or perverted. Then Whatever, dude. Why do, you, why do you always go there? It's not about fear. It's about documentation. The fact is, it's a it's a controlled substance that is a gateway drugs drug. It, it it leads people incapacitated in different shapes or form. And and there you go. You know what do you mean fear? It's Any, not fear. Anything that that uh, anyone abuses, indeed, will will rend you uh, to be. You know, intoxicated, whether you're intoxicated by a drug or drinking or sex or anything. So it's not. And what's wrong with sex, Jose? I didn't say there was anything wrong with I sex. Know, exact, I love sex. Exactly my point. There's nothing wrong with it because you you don't have a perverted, at least by your standards, a perverted perception in relationship with sex. And that's what I'm talking about, marijuana. And, and what, what these, what these uh, uh, courts saying, okay, we pass it, and then all of a sudden we take it away. All it is is, is just a way to control the people, control the herb, control the people. 
Whatever. Control the people. Because really, think about it. If more people had that kind of uh, perspective on everything, where there wasn't a, a, a skewed relationship towards it, then we wouldn't have wars. You know what it is? You're then right. We wouldn't have you know what it is? That, that, a skewed relationship? Genetically modified. You want to know, and you wanna we know what a skewed be, relationship is? You know? Addiction is a skewed relationship to Indeed. your addiction. Indeed. That's exactly what I'm talking about. People are addicted to greed. Some people are addicted to power. So it's not nothing wrong with money. Okay, there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, getting a little, you know, spanking your chick a little bit, you know, power. <laughs> but like the you thing said, is, is the is the is the relationship towards it. And so the, our dialogue needs to change from fighting for or against it and have a relationship. Anyhow, since we're talking about relationships, it's time for shout outs because shout outs are brought to you every week by Express Cuts because you have to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts. Anyways, first shout-out goes to Tracy Silvers. I just want to say thanks for sharing, eh? You shared that that post there on Willie Bass's uh, uh, Tales from the Sunset Strip coming soon to TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, tell all your friends about Twin Talk as well, Tracy. Uh, Andrea Gonzalez, poke, poke, poke right back at you. Joe Alaniz, hey brother, thanks for the comments. Yeah, that's me and my brother for sure, eh? We were cool back then, all 80s y todo, eh? And Musa Sidibe, hey brother, I hope I pronounced your name right. And I know you're somewhere in Africa, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Thank you for listening, brother, and thanks for all the comments on Facebook. Tell your friends and give us a call sometime at 626-275-8946. Twin. Uh, Robert Aguirre and the Aguirre family. Good morning, bro. You too, Holmes. Good morning. <laughs> uh, Billy Castillo. Hey, brother. It was great to meet you. Heard a lot of good things about you, and uh, you're a good guy. Thanks. Thanks for uh, uh, coming by. Also, Irene Villa. Like, 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 like to you también. Uh, that's your shout-out. Do you have a shout-out, brother? No, shout-out to everyone that my brother just said. How's that? Okay, right on. Piggyback shout-out by my brother. How about you, Mia? You got any shout-outs? I have a shout-out to Denise Mitchell. She's out in the Canita Resort in Oregon. What's up, Denise? Thank ah. you so much. You're a sweetheart. There you go, you Denise. Soon. There you go, Denise, from uh, our very own Jackie Casas. Those are your shout-outs brought to you by Express Cuts because you have to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. But we say Big Monte Homes. Just call them for an appointment or walk in. But if you want to call them, go call them at 626-502-0168. That's Express Cuts. Tell them Los Twins sent you. And they do something for you. I don't know. Just ask them. That's your shout-outs. Choo! Sometimes I don't speak right. All right. But yet I know what I'm talking about. I know you're waking for the CIA. They wouldn't have you in the
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm hot, my brother said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Angel. <laughs> You're listening to us on TwinTalkCast.com and on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365, as we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage somewhere in the Twiniverse. In the Twiniverse. And uh, you could be part of the Twin Pirate también. And get your twin spectacle. You want me to go down the list, bro? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we broadcast every Tuesday night. I want to remind you all that you can contact us throughout the show. You can talk us up on our fe- on our phone. That's uh, uh, 626-275. Twin. That's 626-275-8946. Or you can chat us up on Facebook. Join us or friend us on Facebook. Please do because, you know, we really do answer that. We don't have, like, those SEAs. Is that what they're called? Social network Agents, assistants, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> friend us on Facebook. Like anybody could do that. Let me eh? let them know where to friend us. do that, eh? Let me let them know where to friend us. Friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show <laughs> and on our wall. Post your comments or reactions to Angel's yeah, we're, craziness. We're getting one. Here's one from Guillermo E. Willie Fierro. There you go, Holmes. I just friended you. Uh, there's another one from Henry Robledo. There you go. Mark Aguilar and Kenny Wagoner. <laughs> I spelled, I pronounced it, thanks, eh? We're friends now, huh? Uh, Lourdes chimed in on Facebook in regards to our pot comments and dispensary comments earlier. She says, I said it before, and I say it again. It is not the dispensary job to give the medical card out. It's the physician job. I agree, Lourdes, but guess what? Those physicians are getting money kickbacks from the dispensaries. Why do you think they give them out so loosely? Open your eyes, my dear. Open your uh, eyes. You know what? Uh, uh, why not close? That's a good point. Why not go close the doctors? Maybe because yeah, you crack down all I'll the way. You, I'll tell you why. Because it's corruption, you, bro. Because you put a doctor out of business, then you put a uh, uh, insurance company outlet out of business. Okay, whatever. Oh, uh, whatever. But thank power. you. For, it's all about power, man. Thank you for chiming in there, Lourdes. And thank you. Who was it? Who, who was it? Gilbert. Whatever you. Who'd you say, brother? I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, you know who it was? Yeah, you, Holmes. Yeah, thanks for chiming in. Also, <laughs> give us a call, 626-275-TWIN, or, or, or give give Jackie a call. She'll yeah. be happy to get Talk a call. Talk about Jackie as you hear those guttural beats in the background. <laughs> smiling. Yeah. Give me a call. <laughs> call me. <laughs> call me. Those guttural be- beats you hear in the background, that is. That's me. I, I'm just listening to me. That is. The march. <laughs> that is wait. the guts. She's all like, me, 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 me. The beat. Grab you by the loins. Thud of the bass for Jackie Casas. News and Dirty Laundry. What's up, Jackie? Yeah, I grab loins and groins. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Hi, guys. Hi, Jackie. Yeah, hi, Jackie. You were you were jumping up and down like the little girl walking into the toy store. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for my case no of energy intended, drinks. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> thank you for my case of energy drinks. You're welcome, that. Jose. <laughs> what kind of toy store? A- everybody, listen to this. Hey, you know Wowzers. the funny thing about when you mention a case of an energy drink. It's not like a 24-pack or nothing. It's like only four of them. <laughs> that's as big as they send them, I think. <laughs> it's energy, man. But that's Ill, Ill, illy named. Is that is that a word? <laughs> Gosh, I think I could smell the Red Bull all the way over here. Poorly <laughs> named. Wait till I belch. Oh, Lord. How was your week? Good. I had a really, really good week. I went to go visit my sister in Oregon. So I was up awesome. there for a couple of days, got to spend some time up there, did some really fun stuff. I went to an Indian reservation, 
Wow. Kanita. What's up, Kanita? I love you. Um, I had Indian tacos. Indian tacos? Yes, which I didn't even know existed. Okay, a- Indian a- as a Native American Indian? A- a- yes. Okay, dot or feather ca- tacos? Native American Indian. Feather tacos. But they called it Indian tacos, so I felt okay feather with saying. Feather tacos? I mean, what? no, they said they called them Indian tacos, so I felt comfortable. There, there you have it. Why call them Native Americans if they call What's, themselves Indians? They're Indians. What's a feather taco? I don't know, Jose. Do you know what a feather taco is? Okay, no. An Indian, either a feather Indian or a dot Indian. Oh, oh. Hey, but, forehead hey, but let me tell you, if you're if you make tacos, you're an indio, man. We're all indios. <laughs> okay, this is my thing. Huh? I was like, oh my god, just there were so many similarities between the Where Native at? Americans and the Mexicans. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, I think I'm Native American. It was <laughs> so cool. It's true. Well, it was, I mean, Mexicans are Native American. We were like neighbors, and we traded with we traded like shells and and uh-huh. um, and moccasins, and we shared uh, all sorts of crap. It was awesome. cool. That's awesome. It was very. Where um, was that at? In Oregon. In Oregon. So uh-huh. what did you? What were you doing in that reservation? Okay, it was very, very unexpected and not planned. We were going to go to Seattle, <laughs> and I saw this picture on Facebook of this Indian reservation in Montana, and I was like, Jasmine, my, that's my sister, I'm like, I wonder if there are Indian reservations around here, and we Googled it, and there's a ginormous one called in Warm Springs. What what, what uh, tribe is it? It's the uh, Warm Springs Reservation, but it's actually uh, three tribes. It's the Wasco, the Paiute, and the something crazy. Oh, Paiute. Yes. So it was uh it was fun. So they have like a hot springs that they um Payote. What do they what do they do? They it's like a pool, uh-huh. but it's it's tunneled with warm springs water. So it doesn't have chlorine. Awesome. It has a little bit of chlorine, but it's mostly like mineral water and it's warm. It was uh-huh. cool. Did and you dip in it? Yes. Awesome. Hell yes, I was in there frolicking. No wonder in the you're morning. all jumpy to- today, Todo. <laughs> like me, 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 me. Yeah, I went to the museum. It was cool. It was really, really nice. Awesome. I liked it. So and then I got to spend some time with my sister. We went hiking. Oregon is so hiking. It's beautiful. It's I'm hiker friendly. Yes. All the trails and there's actually everywhere. A, there's actually there's actually an infrastructure. There's, there's no boulevards on cruising over there. There is right? a hiking infrastructure there. You can yeah. go from city to city. There are intersections. Yes. There are on ramps and off ramps. On ramps and off ramps. It's amazing. On on ramps and off ramps. Do For they have hiking. signals? Traffic signals in the, in the in no. They don't go that far. Do they have the handicap lane? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where I would draw the line. Okay, okay, all right. You handicapped people, you want to get the first couple of, of parking spaces at the Gelson's or the Ralph's? Okay. <laughs> but hiking is for hikers. <laughs> hey, if I'm going to get some calls on that one. Hey, but you know what? When There, there is a e- so code of ethics when you're hiking, you know? Okay. When you're hiking, supposedly you're supposed to like stay, kind of like when you're driving, you stay to the right. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're in Europe, then and you're, when you're, and when you're hiking coming, the Autobahn. Like when you're coming down hiking, you're you're kind of keeping your heart rate up because it's not as hard as it is going up. So you got to stand out of the way for those people because they they're also come you're also coming down with momentum and you don't want to cause somebody right. coming like, down like with like momentum. Right, it's like driving a car. Yeah. So there's Dakota ethics. So I say we move on. Let's go. What do you got? So if you're handicapped, stay to the right. Okay. Far right. <laughs> or slow. <laughs> which I was a little slow. And I will note that I did fall on my hiking oh, adventure. Yikes. I always fall every single trip, well, in general. Uh-huh. But like every trip I fall down. And this happened to be on Sunday, which is the day before I left. I'm like, oh, I haven't fallen on this trip at all. And all then right. <laughs> I slipped. Well, this is all right. Enough all of right. that. Enough of that. <laughs> but it's 7.45 on our time right now. we got to move on. All right. Moving on. So what's going on? So the USDA is probing a possible uh, recall of a slaughterhouse in Hanford. 
What are they slaughtering? We're out here in the world. What are they gonna do? I was trying to do like moo and cows, but I don't know if that worked. <laughs> Federal regulators shut down. Hold on. Hold on. That's your coo. That's your coo. Your coo. Huge. Go, hold on. Go ahead. Federal regulators shut down a central California slaughterhouse after receiving undercover video showing dairy cows being repeatedly shocked and shot before being slaughtered. Some of these dairy cows were even unable to walk, as according to the video that they received. Officials with the U.S. Department of Agri Agriculture, which inspects meat facilities, suspended operations at this Central Valley Meat Company in Hanford, California, which is like between Bakersfield and Fres um, Fresno, Fresno mm -hmm. um, which, these which they slaughter cows when they lose their value as milk producers. So the USDV USDA received hours of videotape last week from Compassion Over Killing, which is an animal welfare group. Said it, they said it's an undercover investigator was employed by the slaughterhouse and made the video over a two-week period oh, in man. June. Was that a was that like a like a cop or like a Greenpeace person? Like uh, compassion over over killing is an animal welfare welfare group. So I think they're just they're yeah they're an activist group and they do undercover. So they went undercover like yeah. that. Yeah. And you can do that? I mean, I'm no, sure No, they can't can legally do it, do but, it but they legally? do it all the time. No, they can't. As a matter of fact, but the looked, food industry... But it was... It was they, whether they did it legally or not, it, it, it made an impact. Yeah. They're shutting them down. They're not, eh? As a matter of fact, food food uh, companies ha have tighter regulations when it comes to uh, going on there... For people going there with cameras and stuff. Huge. It's what, like... What if you went undercover at Monsanto? Yeah, dude. They would... Like, you, would yeah. be, you would disappear. You And your whole family and all your genetic... Uh, <laughs> So this video showed cows being... They would genetically modify you. Oh, God. This video shows cows being prepared for slaughter, which one worker appears to be suffocating a cow by Pre standing... Prepare. This is what they prepare, quote-unquote. Um, hey, Holmes, I'm going to slaughter you right now, but hey, have a cigarette. <laughs> is that what they mean by prepare? <laughs> one worker was suffocating a cow by standing on its muzzle after a gun that injects a bolt into the animal's head had failed to render it unconscious. In another clip, a cow is still conscious and flailing oh, as a man. conveyor lifts it by one leg for a transport area where the animal's throats are slit for the video draining. And the video soundtrack says something like this. Never kick the cow turd on a hot day. <laughs> Sad days. So I, it turns out that um, so they it, shut it, that place down, and there's a lot of jobs out. And it turns out that it affected one of our biggest chains out of California. Yes, In and Out has decided to cut ties with this beef supplier over this particular video. And um, In and Out is pretty popular here in California, and it's uh, one of their near meat product. Uh, in and Out Burger is a uh, pretty much a staple of uh, the Southwest now. It's it a started, restaurant. It started, it's not a staple. Man. It started in California. They make the best burgers in the in the West. I would say that even in the whole country. Yeah. So they, they actually, the first one was in BP, Baldwin Park, our hometown. It sure was eh? in Baldwin Park. The very first one, and it's a legend now. Yep. Yep. The uh, facility has been temporary, temporarily shut down. It hasn't, the USDA hasn't confirmed if it's like a permanent thing. 
Um, but they have no indication of any of the cows coming from that particular slaughterhouse to have been diseased. However, uh, like I said, they, they haven't uh, ordered a recall from any meat coming from that plant, but they are investigating if any diseased animals have entered the food supply coming from that slaughterhouse. Wow. We need to stop eating meat. Oh, come on. I'm a meat like eating. Only a little bit. You I know, eat we meat. Don't have to eat like that. Maybe we could fish it. I well, we don't meat. have to slaughter it. Eh? Whatever. On to the next one. I'm kind of like controversial when it comes to meat because I really like it. But <laughs> but I've definitely cut down. Yeah. Definitely cut down. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, so this particular story is from an endurance swimmer that tried to cross over from the Key West to Florida. Oh, uh, orale. We were at a party. <laughs> okay. okay. For this particular story, I'm actually adding a photo to our Twin Talk uh, Facebook wall. Oh, so right, I'm going to go on there right now. I'm going to check it out. Please feel free to comment or... Um, where? Where? It's coming. It's coming. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook and you could check it out, eh? Exactly. This, uh, <laughs> this is... Um, <laughs> This is actually the swimmer, endurance swimmer, Diana Nyad. She is an endurance swimmer, and she's 63 years she's old. She's badass, dude. Damn, badass. She's bad 63 ass. years old, and her feat was to uh, swim from Cuba to Florida. And she endured storms, four days of storms, jellyfish stings, and shark threats. She's the first one to ever try to make this attempt without any shark cages. Uh, so, like I said, I just posted that photo of her after her swim, and she's she does not look too good. <laughs> she does not look too lovely. Did she? Did she didn't do it? She did it. No, she, she no, she didn't actually make the full hundred mile swim, but it's a hundred miles straight through, no stopping, no breaks. So she's no swimming breaks. This, this <laughs> no break time. Hopefully, no sharks, eh? She left um, from Havana on Saturday. And this is, I will mention, this is oh, her. Oh, she don't look too good. Did she have a cigarette or a cigar before she left? <laughs> oh, she, I don't think she did. She, oh, this man. is her, her third and probably last attempt. Why, to though? Pero por qué? Like, it's, you know, I'm sure you have, like, goals, eh? But if mine's going to lead me to, you know, the where the sharks are. Hey, some people want to challenge themselves. Some people want to challenge. So take a cage. No, well, you know what? So just say you did, hey? Whatever. Well, the point <laughs> is to do without the cage, the, the shark cage. Oh, pobrecita. She just looks... She, I don't... I wouldn't want to do that again after looking like that. She's sunburned. She looks like she... Oh, she had multiple jellyfish things. It's... Why would she want to do that again? So did they take her back to Cuba or to Florida? No, she's from the U.S. Oh. She's from the U.S. So she wasn't she, like defecting No, she wasn't shit. trying to like cross the waters Angel, to she, come to America and become like a citizen. She's a, oh, she did this for fun. She's okay, not an now, illegal immigrant. No wonder. Now, now if, if, she, you, if she had been from Cuba, I bet you she would have made it. She would have been there in, you know, less than a day. Uh, huh. <laughs> She would have definitely had a cigar before living. <laughs> she would have definitely had a cigar before she left. <laughs> no, she was pulled out of the water. Uh, she gave up after she needed aid. And like I said, she had multiple, multiple jellyfish things. And she was severely burned from the sun. Like I said, it is a hundred mile swim from Cuba to Florida. So how far did she get, though? 
You know what? She's badass. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. What she My bad. I think she went a good <laughs> chunk of it. I think okay. she. It was four days. Huh. Lourdes chimed in uh, and said, "Well, she should have tried going Jackie's the opposite way." <laughs> That's true. Huh? If you've gone halfways, and you got all these sharks, if you go back where you came from, it's like going all the way across. No one's going to fault you. Yeah, but she saw that Michael Moore story about him when he went to Cuba. <laughs> you didn't see that one? No, I didn't. He's an ass. Well, he had better uh, health care than Obama. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Stupid. All right, go ahead. All right. So I really, really like this story because I think it's great. She's 63 years old. She's trying to accomplish her goal. She didn't exactly complete it, but I think it's great. She went through storms and shark threats and jellyfish things, so... Applaud to you, Diana. Okay, kudos, abuelita. Now go <laughs> take care of your grandkids now. Go, go knit something. <laughs> go babysit for your kids. <laughs> go knit. Go We sleep. get it already. I eh? know. You're cool. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Just do it like us Mexicans. Go the real grand, eh? <laughs> All right, what now? All right, so this story is um, a little sad coming up. Um <laughs> This is actually of a story that's currently <laughs> lost over the weekend. This is sad, Angel. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about that lady. She should have just did the real grande. <laughs> <laughs> should get more attention. <laughs> um, hundreds of people gathered at a church here in Anaheim, California, over the weekend to pray for the family of a 10-year-old boy who drowned after being swept away by the Merced River. Hold on a second. Where did that story come from? I put in different music. <laughs> It's the not. Green Reaper. I put on Don't yeah, Fear right. the Reaper for this You know you did that purpose. I swear to God, He's I didn't do that trying to come clean on Where that. did that come from? <laughs> That's my third story, Jose. I didn't see it. <laughs> I put in, this is for the next track. Willie Bass snuck that in. The next time he's going to sneak in his guitar Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the great <laughs> Willie Bass is with us. I see you, oh, no. I see Yosemite Death and Virus. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about the virus. Um, well, they come hand in hand. Okay. Because there's go. a lot of funky stuff going on in Yosemite, people. Okay, so this let's boy, go. So this boy uh, who drowned at the Merced River, and then there's this six-year-old little brother who's actually still remains missing. About 400 churchgoers attended this service over the weekend, remembering Andres Adams and his brother Jacob, who is missing but is presumed dead. This is according to local newspaper res- uh, source. The two boys were swept away late last Wednesday in a rough stretch of the Merced River during a side trip to Yosemite Valley. So this happened um, this last week. However, a couple of weeks ago, there was an extremely rare virus that killed a man who camped right. in Yosemite National Park. He died um, from that virus that he contracted. He, um, it is believed that he got from the Yosemite. This is according to California Department of Public Health. Wow. The man whose name has not been released died at the end of July from hantavirus pulmonary syndrome. It's a flu-like disease spread to humans by exposure to rodent droppings in urine. Yeah. Yeah. So he had been camping in this, um, what is called the Curry Village Campground, which is in Yosemite, where the hantavirus has been detected in deer mice. Hantavirus, which comes from droppings. Well, like some, you know... That's why when you go camping, you got to take your hand sanitizers. Got to take them. <laughs> but even what? I you know, you know what? Some of these uh, these places where like we we go rafting up mm-hmm. in, you know, at the Kern River. Uh-huh. And it's totally like camping. Like there's nothing there. But what the, as far as facilities, they have like outhouses, like old. They're not old, but they're like the old style outhouses. It's got a toilet seat and in a big hole in a ditch. And so 
you know, I can see where you're getting at, at bringing your, uh, your, your wipes. But you know what you could bring, too? Bring sage. What? Well, how is that going to help? Well, what? You burn it? You, you don't smell anything. No, <laughs> it doesn't do anything for hentavirus. It, 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 uh, dis- uh, dis- you know, it dispels the evil spirits of smell. <laughs> Who cares about it, man? I just <laughs> want to be able to breathe when I'm in there. <laughs> well, uh, the National Institute of Health actually says that campers could have a heightened risk of exposure because of close contact with forest floors and musty cabins. So what they suggest is to have your campsite clean and food-free to keep the mice away. And if you do see mouse droppings in your cabin, that's probably not a good place to stay. So you should probably move on to another um, place. The actual virus, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I, I worked at a place, and uh, and the the uh, the coffee, you know, the 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 uh, where you put your lunches at, they have like a coffee machine. You mean the cubby hole? And everybody kind of goes, no, not the cubby your, hole, your cubby? like the lunchroom, right? Okay, guys. We had this lunchroom, right? And we, then it was a clean room environment because we had like uh, we used, we used to work with DNA, right? No, it wasn't Monsanto. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, so the lunchroom, we had our refrigerator and our coffee, and then we had cabinets and, and drawers where we had, like, utensils and then the cups and stuff. And but to your point. Some lady was like, she came out of there, like, blue, like, she looked, like, white, like, and she's all, oh, my God, there's bird, dro- I mean, there's, there's droppings in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's droppings in there. And I was like, I couldn't believe it, right? So I go over there, and I open the cabinet, and indeed... They look like droppings, but it was coffee grounds, man. Right? <laughs> but it scared the heck out of her. Yeah. You had to be there, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the hantavirus causes... There's droppings over there. Ew. Causes flu-like symptoms, starting with the fever, body aches, and fatigue. And within four to ten days, the severe symptoms can kick in, such as shortness of breath and coughing as the lungs fill up with fluid. And then you die. And you pretty much die. But it cannot be passed from person to person through touching, kissing, or blood transfusion. This is according to the CDC. <laughs> but would you? <laughs> but it does But it does <laughs> enter the body through the mouth and nose by breathing or ingesting tiny particles of rodent feces, urine, or saliva. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gross. Yikes. You know what I heard? I heard that when you smell something, whether it be like cherries or whether it be poop, um, it's actual particles that are released into the air, and that's what is going into your nose, and there's that's what you're no, smelling. No, there's such a thing as gas. And there's gases. Well, no. yeah, I mean, it's not no, it's like... it's not particles. That's what you would think. But, but they're super, super minute no. little particles, well, yeah, they're and called, that's what you smell. Yeah, they're called atoms. Listen, it's But gases. it's going in your nose. When things... When things uh, I don't want poop atoms in my nose. <laughs> I don't care. When it things, it when makes things, sense. She's a, she makes sense. No, it, but, th- but think about it. When things decompose, when things go in the air, they meet the air and things like that, there's a there's a, a, a reaction, a chemical reaction that makes a gas, much like clouds. But it still has, okay? like, the DNA and shit, like... You know, like no pun intended. Shit, <laughs> but yeah. it still has it in it. Yeah, so like maybe. if you're smelling it, I you're like, so. I guess so. Like you're taking it in. I guess okay, right? But it's yeah. a gas. That's why it's particles. Like it's you a gotta gas. take sage. Trust me, take okay, sage. You take go camping, sage. take All right. sage. What about lavender? Next one. Nah. I like lavender. Maybe that's for your lotion. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the, that's for the uh, the corns on people's feet. Ew. Okay. That's random. (laughs) Anywho, so be careful. If you're heading out to Yosemite, you still got some camping trips to head out there. Be careful. Uh, Be careful in the Merced River and don't touch mice poop. (laughs) Ever. Anywhere. Gotta have boobs (laughs) if you want to impress tycoons and roofs. I love this song. You need boobs (laughs) to fill out a sweater. You need 
You know who that is, Annie? It's Ruth Wallace. <laughs> Close. Okay, so as always, let me just intro this. Jackie always has to talk about breasts. That's not true. I haven't talked about them in a while. You haven't. It's been a while, it's, Jackie. I Welcome took, back. I took a break. I took a summer break from the boob talking. Okay, so what do we got going on? So boobs, we love them, everyone. We everyone do. loves them, big or small. We've all got, we've all either got to love them or someone who loves them, which we appreciate. But there's more to the girls than you might think. <laughs> I so, think everybody might. Right? Everybody's got to. Everyone. Everyone. Like, I like can, boobs. Every like shape, self-love. size, color, left high and low or whatever. <laughs> I don't care if they're Dutch angled or not. Touch I angle. like them. Boobs are good. So I've got seven things that you just might not know about your lovey-doveys. Uh, the first one is the left boob is normally bigger than your right boob. <laughs> it might be a very slight difference, but wow. chances are your left boob is slightly bigger. And experts don't really know why this happens. It just uh, it just does. So that's why. <laughs> They're see, perfect, baby. Yeah. So that's why I have Bo and I have Bob because it's B-O and B-O-B. They got that extra B oh, in there. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, You've so named your boobs? So I've named, yeah. So Bob is the one that hangs lower? No, the one that's smaller, the right one. Is Bo? Bob. That's what I'm saying. Bob. Mm. See, Bob you didn't have larger. to mention which side because, you know, I really but never no, noticed that. But no, but that's that. the point. Your left boob is normally bigger. That's the point. That is yeah, the tip that I'm going to find out, baby. I've heard that before because I got to take a baby. Be topless. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. The <laughs> left one is the one that's larger. And that's something that we may not notice because it could be a super slight difference. Who was measuring this? Like, who went and said, hey, let's find out? Like, you know. Who cares? Wouldn't you <laughs> want to find out? Wouldn't you get one of those I to find sh- out? I want to shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. Let's and the differences boobs. don't stop there. The second one is about 90% of women have asymmetrical boobs yeah not just in size but in shape asymmetrical N- and which one is that nipple placement no, no, no. asymmetrical meaning it's not symmetrical it's not perfectly you know a proportion she left said right. asymmetrical so she didn't get specific she said asymmetrical no which symmetrical no, are you no a dash symmetrical it's one word oh. a dash asymmetrical that's asymmetrical isn't it <laughs> no it's not <laughs> asymmetrical would be I thought a-h. It was, you left it I, out eh? it would be a h dash symmetrical so, meaning in reference that not just in size, but in shape, nipple placement, and nipple size. So, they could be two totally different looking boobs, and that's normal. I love that. <laughs> I love it. It's like being Variety with is the spice of life, isn't it? It's, it's like <laughs> being with two different women, almost. Yeah, it's like strange. <laughs> right? A little strange action. Hey baby, hey, baby, roll, hey, baby, roll to the left. I want to make love to a different woman. Baby, could you just tan one side? <laughs> Just close your left eye, you got one boob, you close your right <laughs> eye, got another one. It works. You've tried that before. Just uh, one side, baby. All right, let's go. I move okay, on. next one. The biggest bra size available is double K. That's a 20-inch cup. <laughs> For a cabron. <laughs> double K? Well, that's a C. <laughs> double. <laughs> that's for kilos. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. That's for yes, kilos. Yes, double K. I've heard of... Of course, double Ds, and I've heard of Fs, double Fs, but I've never heard of double K. Angel, while you're at it, will you pass that jug of water? 20-inch Yeah, get cup. it, jug? You get it? 
Next one. Um, so similar to another sexy body part that we know, boobs actually swell up during arousal. Whoa, I know the nipples do. No, your they swell up. Sniz. Yeah, your your sn- <laughs> it swells up. Yeah, you should see me when I'm women's when I'm aroused. Talk. I look like Superman. <laughs> my, my, I, I look like a rooster. My chest puffs out. Okay, so so one is bigger, and that's the left side. Yes, the okay, left side. I'm writing Could down. be slightly. Angels take and then when it gets just take notes. When it gets jizz, what happens? When it gets schnizzed. Schnizzed. It, it it can. He's taking notes. Swell up. It swells. Yes. So is it still the bigger side? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next, the average American bra size is 36C. This is a little interesting because it, just 15 years ago, the average bra size was 34B. It's called augmentation. Yay, <laughs> booby implants. I say right on. I, I know. You know what? I say Keep what you got. God you know, gave them to you, you and you rock them, baby. Rock them. If you want them, it makes you happy. You're with the responsibilities. You know what's interesting? Women, I've, I've talked to a lot of women about this. And all women, uh, all I, women, I, let me finish. All women, <laughs> that you want to on all women that I've talked to about <laughs> this all agree that the boobs that they get when they augment their, their, their breasts is not really for the men because they know that the men are going to like their boobs. Right. It's they do them. it because they want to feel better because of clothing, because clothing and whatever. And to me, it's like that's too bad because if you're a you know, man and most men don't that. care, if you're a man, but it makes and sense. If you're a man and all your uh, and other men don't care, they like your boobs the way they are. Like, but you're not going, all men are. are like, there are yeah. some men who say that I like boobs. Blah blah blah. blah. It's no, I, I just want to know why. That. I think the number of men that are really boob. Uh, our boo men are a lot less than women think. A lot less than women think. I, I just want to know why the dentist down the street is doing implants, man. What? It says right there, braces and implants. <laughs> Stupid. I'm like, you know, I, more power for them, man. <laughs> it's not <laughs> those kind of implants. <laughs> okay, um, moving on. And this one I thought was super cool. Women are legally allowed to go topless in Hawaii. Texas, awesome. Ohio, New York, and Maine. But it, it's illegal? It's legal. But they can still get cited for public nuisance laws. But technically, there's no law that says you can't go topless. And these wow. are only a few states. Let me mention them again. Hawaii, <laughs> Texas, Ohio, <laughs> New York, and Maine. So all you I love chicks Texas. up in there, go I love topless. Ohio. <laughs> Jackie's off. I'm taking a mental note. <laughs> okay. Mental note, Hawaii, <laughs> Texas, Ohio, New York, and Maine. So you could get a ticket, though. But what about the other states where it's illegal? It's totally illegal? I mean, it's just totally yeah, it's, illegal? It's, it's like you can't go topless, literally, literally? You know, lewd conduct, public nudity, things like that. But that, no, to me, that's like, that's really shocking. I thought that women just uh, decided that they didn't want to, and that's okay. But I don't see why it would be a problem well, to be... You, you know, know, common decency laws. That's all it is. This, no, we, live in a, we live in a westernized society where, you know, it's not National Geographic, dude. You know, I mean, we live in a society where it's not, it's not socially acceptable to walk, for women to walk around topless. It's not Woodstock anymore. You know what I'm saying? I think it's perfect. Oh, I think it would be perfect if they didn't even, you know, if they, if they threw away their Gillette razors, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and he loves that. I, I, we've talked about that. I think you know what you know. I, that's why I believe that's, that the French were the were the, were the demise of the beautiful women. 
Because it was a French man, Gillette, who came up with this freaking shave the armpits because I want to sell more razors and, and, and all that and stuff. And came up with the bra, right? The and the bra, the brassiere. Okay. Man, let him hang and let it grow, baby. I still love you. Okay. And it looks even more sexy. Really? Yeah, and one can hang the other way. In <laughs> or Oregon, yeah, they're I know. known for being very liberal. And yeah. I went to Voodoo Donuts, which is super popular and famous. Uh-huh. And they're known for their liberal employees. Uh-huh. Homegirls walk around with hairy armpits. Homegirl had like babooshes coming out. <laughs> and it made me really concerned about my donut receiving any sort of like deodorant <laughs> particles because it was so far down. Deodorant particles? Yes, because it was so, it wasn't even like, Well, how oh, was she making the donut? Well, then here's right? the deal. Well, she was selling the donuts, but what if like, oh, like I'm holding your donut, but oh, I got a scratch <laughs> on my face and it rubbed. I don't know. That's just what I was thinking. No, you know like, what? Then, has, then it doesn't have to do anything with the hair. It just has to do with the attire. Like, you you know, yeah. Well, you, yeah, she was you, wearing like spaghetti straps. Yeah, she should. If, if she, she was holding her donut, man. If she, hey. Some lady was holding your donut? Oh, my God. A hairy woman held your donut? I know it's stupid, but it was no. like when I saw no, her, I agree. I'm like, oh. I agree in that, in that, like, I don't like hairy men, like, handling my food. Hmm. You know, they should have their hair nets, and they should have their beard nets. <laughs> you know, the, like the hair? Oh, that's, that's a good one. A hair net and a beard net. I hear you on so that. So attire, yes, but when, uh, you know, when a lady's, you know, where it got, you know, doesn't have to, sh- they don't have to shave, man. God made you that way. Not only that, it, it, it helps contain the pheromones, and it just drives a man nuts. If you want to drive a man nuts, keep those pheromones. Don't shave. Don't, don't shave. Don't, but shave don't, wick, <laughs> don't wick the pheromones away. Wait, so that applies to, like, legs, underarms, and everywhere the else? The pubic area, yeah. Well, Miha, you should try to, like, right under the nose a little bit. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't I'm think teasing. I can do that. <laughs> That's, it, I couldn't. I I'm cou- kidding. Like, Jackie's very lovely, and she doesn't shave her mustache. <laughs> or she doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Let's make sure that they know that she doesn't. Everybody have a knows Jackie is hot. Every, she's a cutie. Everybody <laughs> sees her on our Facebook. Okay, on to the next one. Anywho, babouche. <laughs> no. So babouche. there you go. So that's what you need to know about your boobs, girls. Real, real quick, Voodoo Donuts has hairy armpit women serving you. Donuts. But I love your donuts, Voodoo Donuts. So, you know, next time you decide to hand out some water in the heat, be careful. Because. Water in the heat. Water in the heat. The city of Phoenix could face a lawsuit if the city doesn't apologize to a woman for telling her she could not hand out free bottled water to people in the summer heat. Really? Yes. Dana, Arizona? Yes. Phoenix, Arizona. Dana Crow Smith said a city of Phoenix worker came up to her during a festival in downtown Phoenix last month and told her she was violating city code by handing out free water because she did not have a permit. They were taking business from some of the merchants. Yeah, Mind you, up. it was 112 degrees at this festival. What's in up Phoenix. with that? Well, um,. They said she said she was violating city code. Crow, um, Dana Crow is actually a part of a Christian group, and they believe that they should be engaging their belief to other people. And they were saying, hey, you want to come talk? Have some water. It's 112 uh-huh. degrees. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was cited by this city of Phoenix worker. So, now, so it, was, it, was an an, it was a secular anti-Christian move. That's what it was. Because if it was some kind of PETA animal rights group handing out water or... You know, women's 
healthcare group. They would have been, oh, please, look how nice those people are. But no, they were these fascist right-wing conservatives handing out water, breaking rules. That, that's why they did it. No, I think that I think that they were just, you know, taking business away from somebody. Or that, too. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's cool. Whatever happened to generosity, just hand out water. People, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, a water. nonprofit civil liberties organization stepped in to represent her and, um, and her church group. And they called this a violation of First Amendment to rightly, um, to r- the right to freely exercise her religion. Okay, now here's where I stop there. Here's where I stop. I'm so sick and tired. I'm a big, as you know, I'm always touting the First Amendment rights, whether I agree with people's speech or not. But I hate it when it's used so loosely used as a defense. She's being charged for handing out water not for exercising her First Amendment rights. And that happens so much all the time. People say, oh, it's my First Amendment to do this. You know what? She's handing out water. If they stopped her from speaking and they, they, uh, you know, cited her for saying something that they didn't agree with, then they're infringing on her First Amendment rights. So what you're saying is is that you're saying, wait a second, she's saying that they're infringing on her... (laughs) First Amendment rights? Yes. That's what the what's uh, what the That's um, the defense. That's what the defense, defense for from the uh, from this Phoenix woman and um, her organization. They so use it. They well, use you it know what? It. You know, I mean, if indeed if indeed it was a, a group that somebody disagreed on and pulled her on a technicality, that shit happens, bro. They pull people on technicality. I know. Man. I know. I know. So I'm I mean, tired of that it's because possible. what happens it's that quite possible. What happens with that is that it saturates the the, the, the amendment. It makes it much more less powerful. You could use it for anything. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta preserve the strength and the and the depth of, so, of that amendment of that right, but, and so, not just use it as a defense every time you can. But maybe it is a defense. But it's not. She's it's, handing, uh, the, she was trying to speak and and profess religion and maybe recruit people to a religion, and that is freedom of speech, and in that for that also freedom of religion. But when you're handing out water as a premium to get them to come talk to you, that's a bonus. That's a premium. That's something else. And you might be breaking a law. It has nothing to do with free speech. And they these things are used all the time, all the time. Let's preserve our amendments and our Bill of Rights by not just touting them like that as a defense for everything. It's what, ridiculous. What's wrong with giving out water? I There's think. nothing wrong with it <laughs> unless it's a bre- against the law at some festival or some code. Well, That's what wrote, I'm saying. Why is it against the law? I mean, still. I'm no not matter, talking about I'm not arguing ridiculous. that. I'm arguing the defense. The defense is ridiculous. They wrote a letter to the city where they demanded the city to issue a formal written apology to Crow Smith and her group, assure her no city officials will interfere fear in future with her distribution of water, not specifically um, talking about her group, but about uh, handing out water and require city workers to go through training on the proper enforcement ah. of the city's code. So they, shouldn't have t- they shouldn't have stopped her for that, right? Well, maybe not. Maybe it just so it probably the city worker stopped them because he didn't know or she had. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, a lot of times people, they don't know. They're enforcing laws that they don't don't exist. Like when I go, when I a go lot sh- of city workers, when I'm out there <laughs> shooting something and I'm on the sidewalk in front of some business and I'm shooting something for news and then you got the pay paid by the hour rent rent a cop security guard or security walks out and tells me I can't shoot I have to politely say to him I can shoot because I'm in a public area and then they try to take my camera away or ask me for my ID and they're not even a uh, authorized police officer, and then they go crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. They just are not educated. So that's probably what happened. Well, if they said <laughs> if this doesn't, if they're um, speechy security, 
This doesn't happen. You sound like you're from the news, man. <laughs> oh, everyone else is not educated like us. I, I'm not saying That's that. That's how you sound, eh? I'm just I'm saying that they, I'm educated. I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm just saying that it looks like they were enforcing something that didn't exist because I they thought they were. I know what you're saying, it, but it's just telling you what it sounds okay, like. Okay, it sounds like it. Fine, I know it all. <laughs> they are threatening a lawsuit could follow if this doesn't happen, but Dana Crow says she just hopes to avoid it and just wants to be able to hand out water to people in 112 degree. Uh, more power to you, women. More power to you. Sex. <laughs> I think this song has been on a couple of times. Well, you, all you do is talk about sex and news Sorry. and dirty laundry. <laughs> That's not true. A foreign <laughs> trade group fears syphilis is on an outbreak and calls for the industry to stop shooting. No. Really? Stop <laughs> Wait, making, stop, stop, making, sh- stop shooting what? Video? Film. <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about the money <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> this pornography trade group has called for a nation. Hey, Willie Bass brought some condoms, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Willie Bass brought his condoms. <laughs> he showed up with Which, a... FYI, I found in the backseat of my car like three days after the show. <laughs> and I had to scramble because my mother, I was taking my mother to the doctor. I'm like, <laughs> no, Can mom. I just tell you, though, this was not a box of condoms. This was a case, dude. It was It was packed. a case. And it was packed with condoms. You had a case? No, I, didn't a have, thousand I had a few because Willie Bass gave me a few condoms, and I'm like uh. <laughs> scrambling in my backseat. And, and what show was that? That was on our, on our previous podcast, Porn to Rockstar. Rockstar to Porn Star on www.twintalkcast.com. Uh, right on. Then <laughs> we gave away Hendrix S tape. And who was our guest on that one? So, uh, it was Phil, Phil Verone. Phil, Phil Verone, Verone. Who was a former gr- drummer of uh, Skid Row and uh, Saigon Kick turned porn filmmaker yes anyhow okay so this uh, porn trade group has called for a nationwide halt uh of porn filming while performers are tested for syphilis and la county public health officials are investigating a possible out- outbreak of the sexually transmitted disease here in la stop it stop the shooting one performer has tested positive and the performer's sexual partners are being notified this is according to the free speech coalition the voluntary, <laughs> temporary halt on production is expected to shutter a multi-billion-dollar industry until the risk <laughs> shutter until the risk to performers in the industry have been properly assessed and all performers have been tested. So there's a, a current investigation going on into at least five possible cases of syphilis that reported just of last week. Well, well. As long as it stays there and doesn't go <laughs> anywhere else. So if your girlfriend or your boyfriend's in the porn film industry. Let that be a lesson to you, folks. Please, Sorry. always use protection. But they are testing more than Stream it. one. <laughs> Stream it. You don't want to get it off a case or something. Stream it. <laughs> There's more Stream than it or shoot it. Whatever you want to do. There's more than 1,000 performers that are to be tested. I didn't know there were that many films. They're going to test all of them? How many? More than 1,000. Yeah, well, there's a lot of actors, I guess. I mean, everyone wants to be a porn star in, in the Valley in but LA, that, right? I, but this is just <laughs> LA everyone. County. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I thought there would be less. More than a thousand seems like a lot to I me. I made a few oh, girls porn stars. No, you didn't. Shut up. <laughs> Look at that looking at me. <laughs> you know, I, I really want to run with this. But my sister in law, uh, Patty's here. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Oh, why do you bring her in during the porn star section? <laughs> What are no, you trying just, to say? I just wanted to say that my sister-in-law is here at the Elisa's Garage for the first time. She's a longtime listener. 
And it made yeah. you, th- and you made it, and you, and you thought of, uh, of it during the porn star section. <laughs> okay, move on. So I just Thank want to mention that because the illness can be difficult to detect, the trade group's medical expe- experts have ordered preventive shots of antibiotics for the performers. So then after they get the shots, they can go back to work within 10 days. Well, I wonder if some people may have trouble paying their rent this do they, month. They should give them hazard, <laughs> yeah. hazard pay now. <laughs> hazard pay. Like, now <laughs> like workers' comp? <laughs> yeah, workers' yeah. comp. You know what? That's they a, could probably interesting. do it. I wonder if there's that workers' I'm comp genius, claim. I'm genius, eh? <laughs> workers' comp claim. Disability? From, I, I got syphilis. Comp, yeah. At work. Wow. It happened during work. But, but they're not unionized. I'm sure they can figure you something out. You have to out. be union? You, no. you don't need to be union. No, I guess not. No, you don't. That is correct. Very me. interesting. So there you go. Point. Look how we're helping out the community here yeah. at Twin Talk. The porn community. We help you. Look how everyone g- gets credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I have for tonight. <laughs> and that's uh, News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. Straight out of Telemundo and NBC, multimedia reporter, journalist, or should I say journalist, Jackie Casas with News and Dirty Laundry. And she got really dirty this time. Yes, she did. Pretty dirty. Sorry. Anyways, when we <laughs> come back. Wait, where are we going? We're going to a musical break, right? Right now. Uh, hold on. When we come back. From where? When we come back, Annie okay. Selleck. Okay, bye. <laughs> We are back. <laughs> I was so busy uh, messing with this uh, uh, board. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. I'm sorry for the little audio break there. I've been trying How to tweak you always this. put me lower than you, man? Uh, why do you always say that? I'm because not lower you than do. you. You put me lower. That's true, right? Everyone knows it. No. Are you, you did that to you, too, huh? No. Hey, listen. When Willie Bass was guest host. No, it's not. You did the same thing to him, man. I, you know what? He was sitting so far from the mic, You're and I kept so turning into the, yourself. The problem is this. First of all, the levels are the <laughs> same, Angel. They sound lower to you because you, wa- you have your headphones. It always sounds lower to you. Like, I sound lower, and you sound louder to me. Okay. Okay? 
on the on the monitors. I, Dude, we don't no, need we, we don't, don't need to argue we'll talk about, about this. it later. But Angel, I set the levels. Let's not argue about that. I know. Jeez, you're killing me. You set the every level. Hence, mine's lo lower than yours. Like like every. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You know what? You engineer the damn show. Nah, Charlie. I'd man. like to see you engineer nah, the show. Nah, man. Callate, right cabrón. Callate. Just put it louder next time, man. Eh? Uh, just callate. That's what <laughs> I got to say. I say we go to a musical break. No, we're not going to do a musical break. We're going to do a music break. Mus musical means we're listening <laughs> to, like, you know, musical means we're going to do, like, you know, uh, Cats or, or Phantom of the Opera. We're not. It's, it's still music. No, that's a musical. This, this is <laughs> there you go. It's still, it's music, musical break. It's, it's going to be music that we play, so it's going to be musical. Angel, a musical is when a, quiet a musical is when something is. Is it going to be a talking break? Can I explain to you what a musical is? A musical is a story Test. with a plot and everything that is told I'm with music. I'm testing my audio while you're talking. I don't care. <laughs> a tra there what, you go. What's that? You're up now, baby. You're up. He means a break that is musical, as opposed to one that's non-musical. Yeah, see, it's a all commercial about break. It's all about perspective. It's still a music break. It's all about it's a music break. Um, I think she's your fan because you got dreadlocks, bro. <laughs> it's okay, Annie. I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Angel, introduce our music break. Uh, right now, we're for our musical break, we have a <laughs> <track>. God, <laughs> an awesome track from. Um, the uh, Annie's album, uh, Street, Stream, uh, Street, Street oh, of Dreams, Street of Dreams. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Street of Dreams, and the track is called Mambo Italiano. A boy went back to Napoli because he missed the scenery. He missed the native dances and the charming songs. But wait a minute, something's wrong. Mambo Italiano, hey Mambo, Mambo Italiano, go, go, go. You mixed up a Siciliano, all the Calabrese do the Mambo like you're crazy. Hey Mambo, I don't want the Tarantella, hey Mambo, no more mozzarella. Hey Mambo, Mambo Italiano, try an enchilada with the fish of Bacalan. Hey Cuba, I love how you dance a rumba. You get happy in the pizza when you mambo Italiano. Hey, 
mambo like you're crazy. That was Annie Selleck with Mambo Italiano. Ooh. That's awesome. Yeah. Out, of her, out of her Street of Dreams album. And uh, can I just tell you, bro, what a great track. And thank you for getting Annie here. <laughs> we've got more beauties in the, in the house. Beg. <laughs> uh. now, uh, introduce our guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the uh, lovely and talented jazz and standards mm-hmm. singer and songwriter, mm-hmm. now songwriter. Mm-hmm. Annie Selleck. Howdy. <laughs> Yay. Also I came from afar. Also <laughs> fe- uh, fellow dreadlock wear. Indeed. That's true. <laughs> and you rock them really, really cool. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. So, Annie, you I'm just. rocking him. <laughs> Annie just landed in the airport and drove over here into Theo Luis's garage. Now that you've <laughs> made it to Theo Luis's garage, climbing over the leaf blower and the lawnmower and all that, what do you think? I like it. I, g- I was greeted by a dog. That's <laughs> always a good thing. <laughs> the weather is awesome. The garage door is open. Yep. There's lovely ladies here and yes. snack food. I'm in. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for making it to Theo Luis's garage. Um, Ma- let let, Ma- our, let our listeners know, you, where did you come from? Uh, where did you fly in from? I want people to get a perspective here. We're in Los Angeles area right now. Yeah, yeah. I flew in from Nashville, Tennessee, which is my hometown. Oh, I brought you a present. Oh, awesome. awesome. She comes bearing presents. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is something unique to Nashville, I think. I don't know. I've never seen one anywhere else. Oh, yeah. oh look at this, Jose. It's you a like leaf, that? It's a leaf blower uh, fly swatter, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, is it a fly swatter? It's a, yeah, it's a it's a fly swatter shaped like a guitar. I mean, uh, okay, this Did is I unique. Before I say guitar. They, <laughs> they sell them to tourists in Nashville, and so I, I, I brought it for awesome. you. Take Isn't a that picture great? of this. Do you have flies here? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. We were swatting them off your guacamole earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We needed it earlier. <laughs> yeah, so you'll have that to always remember me by. Thank you. It's uh, going to live in Theo Luis's garage. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, let, let, give me that while you conduct the interview. I will take pictures of this and post it. Ma- <laughs> Mambo Italiano comes off of your uh, Street, of, uh, Street of Dreams album, which you kind of took a little bit different than your other ones, like with the song Tristeza and this one kind of different. You jump continents. Talk about that. Why? Yeah, you know, I I guess really when when you're into jazz and jazz repertoire, you end up with you end up with songs. You know, Besame Mucho gets worked in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bossa nova and stuff from Brazil that uh-huh. gets worked in there. And so, 
it, getting into bossa nova and samba through jazz and jazz repertoire and the stuff the players like i discovered that song tristeza and and I really liked it. It's positive, and the English lyric is very positive. So I did my best uh, Portuguese with a southern accent on that track. And you <laughs> rock it, también. And Mambo Italiano. I mean, come on, let's face it. That's not Italian. I don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> it's more. It, it does have a, a very much a, a Caribbean kind of feel, even almost Brazilian. Yeah, the the um, I guess the it might actually be a rumba is the style that we did the song Mambo Italiano in. A rumba just felt a little bit cooler. It gave it a, a little bit more sophisticated of a sound to a song that's absolutely and utterly ridiculous. <laughs> I think that was what the uh, range. Well, the the guy who arranged the tune, Gerald Clayton, he's from this area. Uh -huh. I guess that's what he was thinking because it's pretty cool. It's kind of West Coast cool arrangement of Mambo Italiano, I think. So how, how often do you make it over to the West Coast? Gosh, I used to come out here like five times a year, and now it's getting to be more like once or twice a year. So it's been a while since I've been here. It's so good. It's so good to be but back. But you've been busy. I have, yeah. You recently, um, I think you uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's the uh, uh, album. The uh, What would you call it? A, not a tribute. 007, but sure, it's sure. Tribute to 007, and uh, it kind of rocks. I, you like that? You like songs about yeah. spies and killing <laughs> and stuff? I like any song that you sing, <laughs> Annie. Let our <laughs> listeners know. Tell, tell us about that album. Yeah. Okay. So since Street of Dreams, I recorded an album called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Akita Tana, who's a drummer, mm -hmm. and the Secret Agent Men who is the band, awesome. featuring Annie Salik, an album of James Bond movie theme songs. Do you know that this year is James Bond's 50th anniversary? Wow. Yeah. He's wow. 50 years old. So it's kind of fun doing that material right now. It's all jazz arrangements. Awesome. And, yeah. s and so um, whose idea was that, or did they bring you on? Yeah, they brought me on. It was, it was the drummer, Akita Tana, his idea, and the record label, Sons of Sound, out of New York. And they found me. And I didn't see it coming, and uh -huh. they sent me the tunes, and I thought, oh, my God, how can I sing about killing and, <laughs> and, and spies? And it, it's, it's just rock and roll. And, you know, later and on. the jazz arrangement. Later on, we have. We it's have all rock and roll. We I have am more rock and roll because of this project. Let me tell you. Love <laughs> it. Awesome. Love what are you saying, bro? We do have a track we're going to play later on off of this album. So uh, just to let you guys know, we're going to do that. But I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. You have a really interesting and a very, uh, how would you say it, uh, fun blog uh, on your site. And you, the, the I'm going to quote you, and and I'd like for you to expound, or you know, where that came from. Music may not move mountains, but it, but it moves mountains of emotions. Mm, yeah. Talk about that. What, what well, if you go to AnnieSelleck.com, you uh, can read the journal entry that uh, refers to that. And. And it was an, I don't know, s you sometimes you hear a track of music that's just so moving and you hear it at just the right time. Anyway, I, I would just encourage people to go to the website <laughs> and hear more about that. <laughs> you have to tune in, folks. Buy the book. Buy the book. So you're in town. Uh, you're performing. Uh, you're yeah. in a gig. Tell us about that. Yeah, tomorrow night I'm at Vitello's. Oh. In Studio City, Italian restaurant, Italiano. <laughs> I have not performed there yet. Uh, this will be my my debut. Awesome, Annie's debut. So come, so come see that eight o'clock uh, tomorrow night. What kind of incarnation? I mean, what kind of uh, uh, ensemble are you going to have with you? It's piano trio, piano, bass, drums. 
I've got Josh Nelson on piano. He's wonderful. He's been touring with Natalie Cole. Wow. And I used to work with him a bunch. It's going to be good to see him. Lyman Medeiros on bass and Evan Stone on drums. Jazz piano trio, some of my favorite songs. Just going to put on a show and go for it. That's what I always try to do. You know, you, go ahead, brother. No, go ahead. Uh, you have this um, air. No, me. Because <laughs> you, sing, you sing the jazz and you sing the standards. Um, well, we talked, because you were on our show before, and we've talked about it before, and I love it. Now I get to see you in person, because last time we were always a phoner. <laughs> but you have this air, like, uh, you're, you don't typically think of uh, jazz singers, uh, no offense to any of these great artists, as such, uh, with just such youthfulness, and, and like sort of like a... Unsophisticated no, quality? more like a street, <laughs> <laughs> like a street no, cred, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? Like a street cred that you got, that you're bringing. I mean, how'd you fall into this? Yeah. Well, the my first gig and, and the, the venue and that I cut my teeth on for jazz was actually a dive bar. It was a rock and roll venue. So every night of the week except Sunday nights on our gig was like alternative music and rock. And all the same people that went there, you know, I, there was just this sense of, hey, Annie, bring it. Get up there and go for it. Get into it. Do it full on. And then I guess at the same time, some of my contemporaries were studying this this art form, this music, the tradition of jazz in, in school, and I was not. So I do come at it a little bit differently. I have done things to educate myself along the way, but it sure did just start by getting up and doing it and figuring it out as I went, I making all my mistakes in front of God and everybody <laughs> on stage. But I tell you, I think that's great because that's what art is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, art evolves and you uh, you sort of take things from uh, influences from all over and you make sort of make them your own and then at the same time pay a tribute to the genre or the people that that influenced you. Yeah. Uh, I think I had an art teacher. Here I go on a tangent. I had an art teacher <laughs> once. Uh, I, I, I was a prolific <laughs> painter when I was young. I used to paint a lot, uh, portraits and prolific landscapes. Indeed. And um, and I had stopped painting for many years, and I went back to visit my art teacher in high school after I was out of high school. And I said, I haven't picked up a, a brush in, in a long time. I think that God is going to punish me. I can no longer paint. I'm afraid <laughs> to do it. And he said to me, you know what, Jose? He said, if you have a true talent... Your life experiences alone will finesse your talent. Mm. I went back and I painted one of the mo most pa uh, proud paintings, uh, a painting that I'm most proud of after that. Mm. You know? Which one was that? It's the, I'll have to post a picture of it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I want to see that. I just told the story. It's in the house. I'll post I a picture. I told you want to know. I'm like, which one is it? It's the ceramic uh, masks one. But. Oh, anyway, so let's go now. My brother, my brother wanted to talk about your ta your your music. We were we. Uh, I have a, a track lined up. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's called Soulful Dress. Yeah. I, off <laughs> of the uh, a little bit of Heaven album. It's a live album. It's recorded here in uh, Southern California. <laughs> this one. I'm gonna put on my dress with the slits on both the sides with that tight fitting waist and low neckline. Lord, I'm going to a party. Gonna have some fun. I'm gonna shake and shout till morning comes. If you wanna keep your man, you better get him while you can. Cause I act my best when 
when I put on my soulful dress. That's uh, a soulful dress, and you know, I, I'm, I really, I, I picked that song because it really has a kind of, uh, to me, has a real feel of who you are on, uh, on stage. And uh, uh, is that Joe Clayton playing on there? Yeah, that's Joe Clayton on piano, and uh, Dan Lutz on the bass solo that we've chosen to talk over. Uh-huh. That's kind of an inside joke in jazz. You can't get <laughs> someone to talk, get a bass player to start taking a solo, and, <laughs> and then we'll talk I, over. I'd it. like to, <laughs> as the music plays, I like to, I like to say this quote. It's uh, her own utterly unique musical personality. Selick concentrates on standards known and lesser known, finding the gold in each. She sings everything with the ineffable, perky enthusiasm. Indeed. Uh, but Selick's most attractive quality may be the manner in which she has transformed her influences into her own immediately identifiable style. She's a comer. That's Don Heckman from L.A. Times. Yeah. But what? What? Uh, you know. I just how say how we just got to that. We just got to go see her. Go perform. <laughs> She's in town, man. Like, how, how, where are you playing tomorrow? So Vitello's tomorrow night at eight o'clock in um, Studio City, and then Friday night at Steamers yeah, in Fullerton. I love me uh, some Steamers. Diggers, uh, steamers Rock. That's 8.30. Yeah, so if you're, you know, depending on what part of town you're close to, you've got options. But you know what? I also want to talk about some other things. I want to ask you, you're doing other things uh, through your art or your gift uh, uh, that is 
that you connect with people. Uh, you have seniors retreats and senior circles. Talk about those. Yeah, connecting with people. That's I, I guess that's really wh what it is about for me as a as a singer and performer. And then after a while, you start to feel like, okay, how do I make this not just about me, but 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 do something to give back? I, I discovered a a method a singing method that was introduced to me by Bobby McFerrin not personally I have ah. yet to meet him <laughs> <laughs> and one of his singers a singer named Rhiannon and it's circle singing and it's prop parts of it are probably an ancient practice of people getting together and just vocalizing uh, you know whether they're making percussive like clicking noises with their mouths or beating on their chests and rhythm and and just sort of it's like a drum circle of what's possible with the voice can we try that yeah, okay, Let's I'll start something and then and then you add on I'm gonna just loop it. Okay. And then you add on whatever you think sounds good, stay with your part. <laughs> okay. And then you add on, okay. And then Jackie. Jackie too. All right, yeah. Jackie, test zoom. your mic. Okay. Zoom. Okay. Zoom now imagine this goes on for like an hour at a time wow, and different awesome. people take turns stepping in or changing parts or whatever and there's different ways to format this sort of fun that's awesome and i just i like to get in get singers together and encourage them to just like make noise you know take a risk you know try parts of their range that they don't get to try and when we're all singers and we're all exploring it's a safe place and yeah. so it's it's playful, and so I run retreats where we That's do this kind of stuff all weekend and, and What's the age range face our fears. Oh, gosh, I've had um, women in their 70s, and I've had women in their 20s. i got to tell you, as a, as a parent, you that, seems, that seems like a fantastic no, like fantastic way to get children out of their shells. Yeah, sure. I mean, school-age children, to get together in a fun way yeah. and also kind of bring them together to kind of uh, – uh, um, I've done it with chemistry. kids That's too. Awesome. Kids are real playful. It's just it's a little harder sure. at certain ages to get them to groove. Right. Hey man, you guys kind of y'all groove. Yeah, we're, you know? we're Latino. <laughs> oh, bad. We're Latino. That's why. <laughs> That's <it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so you know, there's and then children have other challenges as far as, as making that happen. But yeah. but it's been done. I work with Girl Scouts sometimes and. And I have tried that on them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you should have brought some cookies along with that fly <laughs> swatter over there. Yeah. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. I think I'm going to use that fly swatter in case one of them gets out of hand. It's like <laughs> That's good. Yeah, they'll get a little great mark on the side of their face. <laughs> so let's talk about the songwriting that you're doing with your husband. Yeah. Your husband, uh, Pat Bergeson. Yeah. So you guys got something that works now? Yeah, we um, we are building a duo act. We've been to we had a promoter bring us to Germany twice for two weeks as a duo, oh. and that's just that's really confronting because there's not a whole band and it's not necessarily jazz repertoire. So we really get to do whatever we want with it. So we've been writing to build on that. Still jazz and uh, standards. There's there's sta jazz standard influences, but but Pat is a guitar player and a harmonica player. Uh -huh. 
He toured with Chet Atkins for a long time and Lyle Lovett, right and on. he's worked with all these people. So he's had influences beyond jazz that I embrace that. I embrace that where professionally all I've really sung is jazz. I have the opportunity to open up some other styles thanks to him. So we are exploring. And the cool thing about it is, you know, we live together. We know each other. You know, we share everything. And we're going to be making music and seeing what is born out of uh, truly what is our life yeah. and our experience and awesome. our, our little culture, our yeah. little bubble. So so what color did you paint the house? <laughs> was that between you and him? Or was it it's funny him? you'd say that we just painted the trim maroon. Ah. <laughs> did you both decide that or was that like your choice? Oh my gosh, we were so <laughs> on board that it, I, it's chicken or egg. I don't even right know on. whose idea it right was. On. We're both right so on. into it. Right on. Well, you know, um, uh, this I want to ask you this. I mean, y you have a you have a gift. I mean, uh, coming from uh, knowing what what your story is like when you first uh, performed for the first time jazz live, it was at a local place, and you just sang, and all of a sudden everybody's like, "You got it." Mm -hmm. Was it then when you realized that you had a gift or of, of this magnitude? Or was it something that kind of, uh, after a while, doing so many performances, meeting this person, uh, seeing reactions, uh, album sales? What w Have you got there yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll be a jazz singer. <laughs> I think that... I have a theory. I, I, this could be could be disputed that that we sort of gravitate towards the things we get patted on the back for, you know. And as a, I wasn't patted on the back as a singer, so much as I was was a performer. I, I remember the first time I got audience response, and I realized that I I could I could um, mm -hmm. I had some control over their reaction and mm -hmm. and their feelings, and it surprised me at first. They were I, I was nine years old and I was in a dance recital and Madonna's material girl was the song. <laughs> My mom kept saying, don't forget to smile, don't forget to smile. <laughs> and But when the music played and I got up there, I was like, you know, I mean, I had all the faces and I was moving my shoulders and I was totally into it and the audience just thought I was hysterical and for a moment it, it scared me and I thought, what have I done? Am I making a fool of myself? <laughs> and then I thought, no, keep going, this is working. And uh -huh. I had them and uh -huh. it was... It was working, so that was the first time I ever wow, at a, at a I ever saw it. But but when as people have encouraged me in the performing arts, I've continued to pursue it and then try and brush up on the things that I'm not so strong in. What do you like most That's about it? About what? About your art. Oh gosh, I guess it's just how it makes you try and be a better person. To oh, you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's playing material girl. <laughs> I want to see you emote. It's a path. Well, I hear I am talking sincerely about what it means to be an artist. <laughs> and on the other hand, I want to grab my breasts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> a very difficult position you put me in. I do that too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you were saying, I apologize. Yeah. Go on. I, I, being an artist is sort of anything. It's, it's sort of a path to truth. It's sort of a path to how do you be more of yourself? and honor mm, what it is that really interests you and what it is that really gets you off and share it, share that with other people and bring them joy. Wow. Well, you certainly bring us joy. And uh, I'm going to be very <laughs> joyful watching you perform tomorrow. It's a, it's a real pleasure to have you here today. I 
going to be joyful. You're going to be sitting there. And <laughs> I just want you to know, my sister's going to be there. You met her the last time we saw you perform, and it's her birthday tomorrow. Oh, no. Just tell you okay, all right, all right. Don't tell you. anybody. <laughs> I won't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so want to promote or pimp any social networks or websites before we uh, continue? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that's my your turn. Cue. It's because those uh, things all the, all official and all those shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that comes with the, with the the path of the artist as well. www.annieselick.com. S e l l i c k spells different than Tom Selick, but uh, if anybody knows Tom, I want to meet him. I want to meet him real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Annie Selick and YouTube.com forward slash Annie Selick. And one more time, let's remind our listeners where. You're going to beat this week. Tomorrow night at Vitello's at 8 o'clock in Studio City. Friday night at Steamers in Fullerton. And when, hey, you know, this is, uh, they're listening to us all over the world. So uh, when is your next retreat? Or oh, the next retreat. Go to, uh, contact me through my website. The next retreat is the last weekend of September. It's going to be in Lewes, Delaware. It's up by D.C. Wow. But people are flying in from everywhere. And then the next one after that will be in the Tennessee mountains in November, the <laughs> second weekend in November. <laughs> I've been to Prentice. Hey, I, w- I want to give a shout out to the uh, Loveless Motel. Uh, <laughs> they got uh, cafe. They got hot biscuits, uh, country ham, air conditioning. And guitar-shaped flyswatters. And guitar-shaped <laughs> flyswatters. There's a shout-out from Twin Talk, eh? All right. That's awesome. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Annie Selleck. Yay! Thank you. Wait, anyways, when we come back, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna do the chill lounge. Yeah. And we're gonna have the, a track from the uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang album by Akira Tana and the Secret Agent Man, featuring Annie Selleck with the music and song of, of. Uh, the 007 James Bond stuff. Which one? Live and let live. Okay, live, live and let die. Live and let die. There you go. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. can liberate as well as condemn. Good knowledge could be described as a cure for cancer. Negative knowledge is the misuse of technology behind the atom bomb. Both positive and negative bank accounts of knowledge form a very complex, brilliant mind. Knowledge is not wisdom. Although knowledge must be used to attain wisdom, wisdom accumulates all 
that we represent as created being and paradigm initiator. Wisdom man manifests because it is greater than the sum of its parts. Wisdom liberates while knowledge computes the difference. In other words, knowledge oscillates the mind back and forth, building a complex field of variables while wisdom transforms the thought field of the mind into a new pattern of expression. This results in a quantum leap into a new threshold of awareness. A person who is learned professional in his or her chosen field of expression is not necessarily a person of wisdom. Wisdom lies just on the other side of expertise. Knowledge could be considered external, while wisdom would be the in internal counterpart. The key here is balance and transcendence. Chill when love. And that's another edition of my brother's Chill Lounge. And thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel once again on TwinTalkCast.com every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. And on Light365.com, the largest internet radio network in the world because we are the largest twins. <laughs> we have the largest twin pyre. How's that? But Make you could also catch our podcast on iTunes because we are iTunes. <laughs> on iTunes because we are iTunes. <laughs> Make sure you go to our website at TwinTalkCast.com. Click on previous podcasts, and you can listen to all our previous podcasts. You can also subscribe for free, or like my brother says, subscribe, eh? Subscribe, eh? Right here, eh? And you know what? Today's show, which was pretty awesome, uh, we will also be podcasting on iTunes and on our uh, website uh, tomorrow. So look out I think it. it's podcast, not podcasted. Podcasted. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be podcasted, eh? Podcasted it is. Uh, anyway, so uh, as we go off now, uh, we're going to play a track. Uh, but uh, first, uh, thank you, Jackie Casas, for doing our news and dirty laundry. You're welcome, guys. And uh, Annie, thank you for coming to Theo Luis's garage. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. How about a shout out? You want to give someone a shout out? Um, my baby, <laughs> my baby Patrick. Hi, baby. Right on, Patrick. <laughs> I like it how they say it in the south. Could baby. you give him a shout out again? <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, make sure you catch Annie Selleck tomorrow at Bitolios. Bitelos, Bitelos, Bitelos in Studio City, <laughs> or the next day at uh, Steamers Cafe. In, Friday, at Steamers. Uh, Friday at Steamers Cafe in Fullerton. And right now, uh, we're gonna play a track off of the uh, the. Uh, the Akira Matata Kiss Kiss Bang Bang album featuring Annie Selleck. It's Live and Let Die. When you were young and your heart was an open book you used to say If this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give it a cry, say live and let die. Oh, live and let die. 